Hey, what's up, guys? Bill Brower here with FMBA Nation. Today, I wanted to talk to you and tell you a little bit about Anchor. It is the podcast platform that we use here for FMBA Nation, and it is probably the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. Secondly, there's tons of creation tools that you can use to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also help you with the distribution of your podcast so it can be heard on different types of platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need to make a podcast and more all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to www.anchor.fm to get started. I want to check in with our friend Eddie Donnelly, who is the president of the Firefighters Mutual Benevolent Association in New Jersey. Eddie, good morning. Welcome back to New Jersey 101.5. How are you? Good morning, Bill. Good to be back. Hey, man. So uh, the governor's not your biggest fan. No, no. I think that was made pretty clear last, uh, last night on Ask so the Governor. So tell me, um, I, I, you heard me. I don't know if you heard me this morning. Uh, I, I've been uh, consistent with this over the years uh, since I've had a mic in front of me, and that is... No budget needs to be balanced on the backs of uh, firefighters and cops. I don't understand why the conversation has not taken hold in a, in a more productive way to separate firefighters and cops from the ongoing uh, pension conversation. But uh, what issue do you have with what the governor said, and what does the future look like? So first of all, thank you for, uh, for supporting us on that. Uh, greatly appreciated by my members who listen to the station all the time. So listen, I mean, the governor... His, his approval rating in New Jersey is, what, at 18% now? So him not liking me is, is really not um, not on my radar right now. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is this. He said yesterday that um, I didn't uh, read the report. And I'm not going to sit here and debate what happened in a meeting that he was not at. He's getting his information from uh, Declan O'Scanlon. But what happened in that meeting was simple. And the four legislative appointees, of which I am one of them, um, asked to be able to fact-check the information and to gather more pertinent information that we feel will provide an overall concise final report, which will give a, a picture, a better picture of the real property tax issue here in New Jersey. You're saying beyond the report that, that Declan put out there? Yeah, listen, I mean, that, that, that report is one-sided. That did not have, have or reflect any of the information that we feel is necessary to put in there. There's so many more drivers in this state that affect property taxes. And... Let me just put, put this out there, Bill. You know, there's 565 municipalities in New Jersey. Out mm-hmm. of those 565, 100 of them have career fire departments. So the money that they're asking for in, in, in this 2% arbitration cap just isn't there. Our members are making $10,000 to $15,000 less today than we were 10 years ago due to Chapter 78 health benefits and pension reforms. Let me ask you this, Eddie. When the governor pointed out, because I I took issue with one thing he said uh, yesterday with regard to, um, hey, you know, if you guys don't get any raises, you're still better paid than uh, most fire departments out there across the country. Uh, I I think that comparison is absurd when you look at the cost of living. I mean, look at the cost of living between here and West Virginia and Kentucky and, uh, you know, Vermont. I mean, come on. It's silly. But what did you what was what? what, How does that impact your members? And uh, and what do you think can be done about it? Because the average person out there that doesn't know the issue might say, well, hell, I didn't get a five percent raise last year. Why should you? So that's one of the the, bill we haven't seen. I've been a firefighter for 17 years, and I'm going to tell you today that I have not seen in my 17 years 
a raise greater than 4%. Mm -hmm. And that 4% was 15 years ago. So the, the report that talks about there's no evidence to show that this 2% raise interest arbitration cap for police and firefighters is keeping property taxes in check. It's just not there. How many, not money there. Eddie, how many of the uh, negotiations end up in arbitration? Because I was talking to uh, uh, Pat Colligan on the police side of this, and he said, you know, out of 300 uh, that were negotiated, only 18 ended up in arbitration the last time around. Yeah, that's the other misnomer with this. You know, local governments should be going back to the table and negotiating with their bargaining units, police and fire units. This cap only, only pertains if we take it to arbitration, which we're not doing today. We're going to the table... We feel that local government should continue to bargain fairly with their police and fire units. So let me just ask you this. What, do you agree, though, we do have a, a financial issue uh, in this state? We obviously have a problem. I mean, your members are paying the property taxes that we're paying. Everybody's paying the same thing, uh, and it stinks. And this idea that it's so high. We're, we're as a union, and I've, I've asked this question uh, of uh, some of the guys in the police unions and others. At what point do you say, listen, we're willing to come to the table to get to get our, our hands around how we can make this better and more affordable. And one of the suggestions was, how do you would you be open to a conversation on health benefits that obviously would still make sure your members were, were protected and taken care of, given the uh, given the intensity and the danger in the job. But at the same time, um, talk about cost benefits to the taxpayers. That's, that's a great question. And, you know, health benefits are a hot topic for our members. Sure. I mean, we're putting ourselves out there on Absolutely. front lines in New Jersey every day. Very important to, to our members. We, we sit on the committee, the State Health Benefits Design Committee, and have went back and forth with the gubernatorial appointees on that committee and have come to concessions where we have dropped the cost of health care in New Jersey. I mean, Bill, listen, something has to be done in New Jersey, and we, we yeah. do not object to this with the, the cost of health care. For, um, you know, a family plan in New Jersey to cost upwards of thirty, thirty-five thousand. Yeah, close to forty. It's, it's, it's nuts. It's nuts. It's insane. It's insane. And um, w you know, we're willing to come to the table to look at those those drivers, which we have. Yeah. But we're not willing to to take less of a benefit. We just can't do it. Our members are out there three hundred sixty-five days a year in the heat, in the cold. You know, dealing with the the worst of the worst in New Jersey. Yeah. And um, you know, we signed up for it, and we're going to do it, and we're going to continue to do it. But we feel that the benefits, health benefits, um, should be provided to us and our members, especially yeah, I agree. into retirement where we need them the most. Yeah, so I, I, guys Eddie, I'm with you, man. I stand with you on that. I, I, I think that what I hope is going to happen, though, is that there's a conversation about how uh, costs can be reduced over the course of the next 10 years, because otherwise it's going to be a crisis, uh, not just for your members, but for everybody working in the state. I mean, it's got no point where I think, I mentioned this the other day, that if Donald Trump... Um, follows through with this promise of 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 exec, an executive order that will allow health benefits to be purchased across state lines. You're going to have the ability to lower those costs without Absolutely. changing the benefits, and that. So we're we're working on other solutions. Anyway, I I'm, I'm glad you checked in this morning. Um, you know where I stand with your guys, and uh, you, you got to so keep fighting. Look, you got to keep fighting. You're doing great work. You guys are heroes. Yeah, we, we, we are not at an impasse on this committee. Let me just say that, that, you know, we are willing to come back to the table to gather that information. We have until December 31st to put this report out. There was no reason that Declan had to put this report out on, on September 28th. We feel there's plenty of time to get this done. 
and this governor should demand that his four gubernatorial appointees get back to the table and finish this tax, uh, this this report. All right, Eddie, as soon as you hear from him, let me know. Stay in touch. We'll have you I back will. on. Thank you, man. All right, buddy. Bye-bye. Have a good day. You bet. That's Eddie Donnelly, head of the uh, uh, the Firefighters Mutual Benevolent Association in New Jersey.